Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio. This is the lowest effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. How are you, girl? Good. Hold on, my headset is okay. What's going on? Right. You okay? Wow. You're okay? Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good now. It's She's a little twisty. It's all good. Um, Yay. So, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so, I want to, unless you tell me that we need to do something else, I want to very briefly uh, respond to an email that came uh, late yesterday from um, from a listener. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that this yeah. morning. So there's. So yeah. So just um, and I want I do want to um, um, address it, uh, but I do want to say um, we do this show. We've been doing it now for I think eleven years, even before podcasting was the thing. See, you and I, we're like trendsetters. Hello. And, <laughs> Yeah, we used to call it um, Internet Radio, so, or we used to call it the radio show, but, you know, it's, we've been doing a podcast for 11 years, and it is our pleasure, it is our service, it is um, what makes us good at, at what we do, because it's our place uh, to, to practice um, these energies and these modalities that have come to us. Um, however... <laughs> When we get um, an email that's really, really long and very much about the story, um, I'm going to streamline it out of courtesy for the the listener. And this doesn't warrant a private reading. This this warrants a a friendly response, which Elisa and I are happy to to give. Um, But it's hard when this is a show for everybody to focus on such a a long, um, very detailed email. So I'm going to be very concise. So basically, um, this listener, and I'm going to call her Wendy, because she has three three names here. So the first one name is Wendy. So Wendy, you know who you are. So the first the first section is talking about, and I I do this, you know, pay pay rent through an automatic uh, payment um, uh, portal. And um, anyway, so they were asked to to pay a late fee, and um, and the question being asked to us is if the apartment management will agree to waive the late fee. Uh, I guess there was some glitch with the third party uh, website. Uh, my sense is that the apartment management will not waive the lay fee, although the late fee could maybe go away, but you're going to have to do a little work to contact the uh, portal in which you paid the rent because the error is on their end, and unfortunately the management company probably won't want to be bothered with that. So that's my uh, gut feeling with uh, issue number one. Um, it could go away, but I don't think it's going to go away from the apartment management. Okay, then she goes into purchasing very expensive 
hearing aids from a hearing insurance company. Um, it sounded like the person who was in customer service was not uh, very kind or she was very impatient, and I think she really was, really wasn't best accommodating um, your needs as a person with um, hearing with a hearing uh, issue. And she, the woman did recommend that you call the office where you purchase the hearing aids and work with them. Um, and that I feel that maybe you get somebody to call that office on your behalf. Hmm. Um, because even though you said it, it may not be realistic because the hearing aids caused pain, you're a dissatisfied customer. And usually a place that manufactures certain things uh want to make things right. So I think get somebody else to call the hearing aid uh, a, a place where they were purchased on your behalf. Um, but the but the woman from the, um, the first woman who was very impatient with you, forget about her. Get somebody to call the place that uh, the hearing aids come from to call on your behalf to uh, get a an exchange, a replacement, another set, a different set at a reduced price. Get somebody to you need somebody to advocate for you. Uh, I would and I would think that they would have the accommodate the accommodation for TTY calling um, if their customer base or people with hearing loss, um, hearing one issues. One would one would think if not get someone to call on your behalf. So again. We can't accelerate or skip over steps when it comes to policies that are very strict when you're dealing with a, a portal that, that is glitchy to, to pay a late fee for rent, um, a, a, bad, a bad customer service person from the insurance. You ha- if, if anything, go right to, you have to go right to the source. So, and that's really what it is. Go right to the source. Go right to the source, the first go around of the, the the third-party payment portal, that's the source of the issue. And then the source of the issue is wherever the hearing aids came from, that's the source. And I would dare say this, we have to always go back to source, meaning the energetic source, which fuels all of this. And I like to focus on that as opposed to the narrative and opposed to the story. It's about what you um, deserve, what you are entitled to. To and and to not fight with that, but to flow with that, and to take calm steps of action towards that. Um, And you did talk about, um, you know, you might call the insurance company to speak with the supervisor. Um, I would do that because this person was not kind and should be reported. and I think yep. that, and I th- and I think that's fine. So, uh, and the Department of Insurance would want to evaluate the situation. You asked if they would be angry. It's not about if they would be angry or not. It's about them making things right. So mm-hmm. I hope this a- unpacked it uh, for you, Wendy. But that I think really go to the source of where these um, issues originated. So you ki- kind of have to circle back and and uh, retrace your steps, deal with the source. More importantly, deal with the energetic source that is supporting you. Okay? Very nice. And, yeah, that, and, that makes sense. 
Right, and if you're and if you are a listener to this show, then you know what we're talking about. So I'm going to leave it there, and unless you want to jump in with anything, Elisa, I just wanted to unpack it because there was a lot to unpack. Yeah, yeah, I saw that this morning, and I'm like, mm, there's a lot. No, but I think you're right. I mean, everything everything makes sense. It sounds like something that I would have to do on behalf, like with my aunt, who's elderly, right. and and it's right. um, uh, you know, it's just it's comprehending and understanding the next steps, and it and it's tedious. You know, and you can yeah. feel the injustice of, you know, the portal information was all you can get into all of that. But at the end of the day, um, there are ways to, you know, mitigate that and to make it right. Um, but money and energy is still going to have to be spent at some point along the process when it comes to stuff like that, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think that was very thorough. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she does. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to deal with that and uh And good luck to good luck to her. Hopefully, um yeah. hopefully those steps in, in getting someone who will um advocate on your behalf to speak, you know, speak with the people that that they need to on your behalf and that everything is explained as uh thoroughly as possible. Um but I right. think same thing, kind of be willing, be willing to see the bigger picture. Like, is it worth it to put all your energy and, and you know, animosity possibly towards, you know, right. a system or, or a person when that's, you know, what, what's the bigger picture here? Like you want to be able to hear, you know, you want to, you want to be able to hear better. You want to have these hearing aids work. Um, and right. if they, they're not going to work or if it's not a company that you want to, because she put in some extra stuff in there, like she's purchased from this company before. I want to say. Um, so, anyway. Yeah, it's customer service, you know. And, yeah. And it's a customer service issue, and it's also an issue of accommodation. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, and this is this has been a, an issue that um, is as pervasive as many other dis, many other disparaging things. Um, it's as pervasive as racism. It's a lack accommodation for someone who has a disability. And it's exhausting. And uh, for most of the world, um, most of the world is clueless until it affects them or a loved one directly. Right. And, and the I'm... irony is, is that um, with many, many, many people, um, over time, over with, the, and I'm speaking in generalizations. Over time, over age, over the decline of health, sometimes um, by default, many many people become disabled, and I think it's an unconscious fear. So they don't want to uh, look at it, and they want to mm. bury their heads in the sand. And then um, you wake up, and here you are. Um, I have a, a dear friend who is now transitioning into hospice care, and this person can no longer walk. So there you go. Mm. Um, and I might have mentioned this on Tuesday's show. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't. Uh, maybe I did. Cause we we had a bunch of phone calls that day too. I don't know. But anyway, um, I had woken up like 
Sunday or Monday, I woke up with um, a cup of cold sores. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't surprised because I got the news about my friend uh, shifting into the, the hospice conversation. And it's it's a devastating um, to me because this the condition that he finds himself in could have been preventable. But that's his path. That's what he's doing. Um, all I can do is love him and support him and not judge him. Mm. So I named these cold sores after him. <laughs> um, it's his collection. And, um, and on Tuesday... I had a date, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh right, this is great, and I'm really proud of myself. And the good thing is that um, I'm still choosing to wear a mask. I mean, the mask mandate's still going on, and even though I'm back, I'm still wearing a mask, so whatever. Sure. So I'm like, well, I'm not mad, and it's not like I look hideous, but they're there, and. I'm very proud of myself because under different circumstances or if it was a different person that I'm dealing with, I really credit the integrity and the kindness of who I was seeing with this. If it was anybody else, I would have made an excuse and I would have bowed out. Mm -hmm. But because I'm so close to this person. We have a history of friendship from 100 years ago, and now we've reconnected a couple months ago, and we're having so much fun. I didn't really give it a second thought. All I could do was take care of them. All I could do when I've had other situations is go right to the source. So to go back to our, our listener, Wendy, I went back to the source, and I was just telling my body that I appreciated it, that I loved it, that I understood this was my body's way of coping um, with uh, the stress of COVID, being a single mom, working, being a caregiver to my mother, making sure my kids are good, especially my my young one who I do worry about uh, more than I don't worry about him. And now that I have a dear friend that's making their transition and I'm in a new relationship. So there is, there's a lot of moving parts mm-hmm. all the time. So I understood. I didn't panic. I didn't even bother attempting to cover them up with any sort of makeup or whatever. I just accepted them. The rest of me looked amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Dare I say. Because she puts it together. And, you know, you don't know me a long time. It has nothing to do whether I was married, not married, you know, whatever, working, not working. I I like to just, I have a look. I've had a look my whole life. I, I still like to work the look. So that's just me. That's just that's just how I like to express myself. So mm-hmm. anybody that knows me, whether I'm with, involved with somebody or not, she just likes to put it together. So I had myself together. It was this glorious glorious early spring day in New York and to see signs of it coming back to life and I spent some time on my own um, 
at the place where we were going to meet. We're going to meet at the, um, this icon- there's an iconic park in New York City called Washington Square Park. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm there. I'm making calls. I'm doing work, whatever. Um, and I know that uh, these sores are strategically placed on my face. I mean, on my on my mouth, but not bad, but there, but there. And we uh, we link up. The joy, the laughter, the lightness, the appreciation of what was around us, the silliness, because we go back to right when we're kids, because we know mm-hmm. each other for like 18, 19 years old, just that silliness, that secret language that only that only one would would understand if they're very close to somebody or were close and that's coming back, and it was just this fun adventure, and we go to a kiosk to uh, we both wanted ice coffee. It's what's really crazy. There must be some past life because there's there's like ninety eight percent every similar like in terms of. Um, food preferences or what you feel like doing or like everything like lining up in ways that I it's weird so <laughs> there's a so there's a kiosk and there's a barista uh, and it, it was really it was really cool it had these old-fashioned like um, lights around it it just looked magical and we're like yeah we're gonna get coffee here and the barista is playing she's playing like old school like like funk music, so of course she and I start dancing. <laughs> so I don't care. I'll dance any. You know me. You see me. I'll go. Any, I'll start. I don't care. I'll be. I'll be in public. If I hear music, I will start dancing. She and I start dancing. He starts dancing. So we're all dancing outside. We, we get our coffee, and so I am drinking my coffee, unmasked, and I don't even care if he's really looking those points on my face. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I didn't mention it. I didn't say it. I didn't hide it. I didn't mention it. Most of the time we have to wear the mask anyway. So we were outside for a great period of time. And there is a um, ferry service that you can take a ferry from one part of the city to the other, which I don't really do because I live on the opposite side of town. But he doesn't, so perfect. So we took a ferry from where we were back to his place. So, hello, I know um, this situation, but I wasn't even ner- about my face. I wasn't even worried about it. Just allowing things to flow and to just be and to have no resistance whatsoever. So then we got to his house because we were going to hang out there before going out to dinner. But, of course, in the apartment, the masks are coming off. So I'm sitting down at the table, take off my jacket, take off my mask. And I said, so maybe twice a year this happens to me because just a little bit too much, a little more than I can bear is going on. And fortunately, he um, knew the wife 
of my friend who's now in hospice. Oh. He knew her. I think he met him like once a hundred years ago. So he 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 knows the back, which is so great. Like he knows the backstory. Like we 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 have a lot of context. So and so he knew I was very upset when um, I first got the news the other day because I think I was actually um, on the bus going home from this, from taking care of my mom. When I got this information, and I think that, and I was crying on the bus, and I think the first person I I texted to share that with was him, so he was you know aware of what was going on, so thank goodness for dim lighting, so the it was and it was getting dark, so like it wasn't like bright in the apartment, as opposed to the harsh light of day, some bright in the, the the apartment, and I said so, this happens. I really want you to be comfortable. Um, yes, I am going to miss kissing you, but I just think the right thing to do is to not do that. Mm-hmm. And I feel so thankful that I, because of you as a person, that I didn't, I didn't want to, that's not reason to cancel. And I would have canceled this amazing time that we just had. That, that It was magical. It was so much, so much fun. I would have missed out on that because I was going to resist what was going on and therefore maybe make it worse or cover it up with makeup or mm. what? No, this is, this is what's happening. And we had a blast. We had a blast and it didn't matter. And then we went out to eat after, you know, after we hung out for a little bit, we went out to eat after laughed so hard I was crying because of what was going on around us. There was a there was a table of some very privileged people and, and and the way that they were talking and the way that they were just their sense of importance. we just found it so funny. Like it just we were just hysterical laughing the whole time. So it didn't have to be um this situation of I have to hide this flaw, or I'm ugly, or the, nope, nope. It was if anything, it was quite, it was quite quite the opposite. And I feel that like when I, um, I guess when I got home, I said to myself, "Wow, you really crossed the threshold," because in doing that, and and not hiding that. I became secure in the relationship. Mm. And yeah. I don't know, yet you know what I mean? And th- and that was unexpected. I just wanted to just do the work of being present and uh not resisting what is. I can't, you know, what are you going to do? If it's like resisting you, you know, you if you stub your toe, you're not going to resist that it's going to hurt. It's, it hurts. Mm-hmm. You're going to say ow. Um yeah, and that shifted the, that shifted the energy where prior to that I would have slight little waves, not often, but slight little occasional waves of insecurity or doubt or what. Yeah, and I have no reason to. That's just me being neurotic. I have no reason to because he's done nothing but show me, you know, that this is 
this is as special to him as it is to me. So special, in my opinion, that um, the predominant force that I'm leaning toward is the sanctity of the friendship. Right. And it, that that to me is like, listen, you're one of my dearest friends. And you, you know, you and I, we, we love each other, we support each other, we flow with each other, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't mean that we're going to have to be checking in 10 times a day or whatever, but we flow and we're there for each other. And when we see each other in person, it's so, it's, it's so much fun and it just flows. It is, it is what it is. Th- those are with relationships, those friendships that bring you joy, you flow right. with them. So why can't you do that with a romantic relationship? Why can't you flow with that? That would be nice. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's my experiment. That's my experiment. Mm-hmm. So if I was hanging out with you and, and it's COVID, we have the mask on and we dance with the barista, we're having coffee and, we, and then, <laughs> you know, you come up, you're visiting me or you come to my house. I take this off and I'm like, look at this. Yeah, look, so I call it, I'm going to be a little graphic, people, but, you know, I do that in the showtime. And, and I'm going to call my friend by name because he's dying and he's not going to care. And, he was, and he's actually has been a fan of this show. He used to listen to us. Mm. So, I, Richard, I know you're not listening. So I, so, and if you were listening, I would say this to your face if you were listening. But I call this the Richard Rosen Cold Sore Cock Block Collection. So, <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, well, he would appreciate that, Richard. That 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 joke was for you. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's yes. He designed he designed these beautiful cold sores. Thank you, Richard Rosen. I love you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. 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 He he was he was a listener. Anyway, I know he's not listening now because he's half in, half out. Um, poor thing. But I think he is, it's probably today, or if not tomorrow, that um, hospice will take place in his home. I know that the hospital bed has been set up in his apartment. He's no hes no longer able to walk. Um, it's an old, old building with no elevator, so he'll probably have to be carried up in a stretcher. And... Um, Maybe I'll have the opportunity if I'm allowed to. Um, his mother doesn't like me very much, and I know she's going to be there. Mm. So, um, well, you know, because she knows how, you know, she's insecure, so whatever. So, But I will respect I will respect what she needs, and, you know, we'll just take it. Again, flowing with things, I will flow with that. So flowing with things is not to ignore them. It's you do your due diligence, you do your inspired action, but how do we flow and fold into it? And in that flowing state, that's what minimizes and lowers the resistance. And even if it's contrast, uh, today is Thursday. The date was Tuesday. And I would say the cold sores are... 50% 50% less than they were on Tuesday. Wow. Because I'm loving them, I'm flowing them. And 
they will be, I th- I know they'll be totally gone by Saturday, which is perfect timing. Um, I'm participating in a uh, Latinx photo essay that a friend of mine who's a brilliant photographer is doing for a branch of the Smithsonian. I also need a new press picture, so that's really why I'm doing it, but, you know, I'm going to contribute. So I know that uh, the, I know they're, they're going to be totally gone by Saturday, and that's when I need them to be gone. I'm getting my picture taken, so it, it, I'm flowing with it. But that's nice. you know the the joy of of just the wisdom of just flowing, even though there are things that you you want to resist. Nobody wants to walk around with the jacked up face, especially when you know <laughs> they're going on a date with somebody that they're really into. Nobody wants. But I'm so proud of myself. I would have. And it's to it's to his credit. I would have never, you know, with the other guys that I, I dated and stuff. I I just and and they would have been like, oh, what's that gonorrhea? <laughs> you know what I mean? What's that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, no, this is not an STD. This is a or 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 it's an STD, but it's a it's a stress traumatic disorder. You know, it's not a sexual <laughs> disease. Yeah. Too many things going on, and your body will react. Right. That's it. That's it. So taking care of business. That's it. Uh, yeah. Oh. That's oh, that's your timer. No. That's a, yeah. That means I gotta tell. Yeah. Oh, and listen, that one, that <laughs> one, and I let me. I'm gonna just say this before I wake him up. That one. This is the second time he's done this during COVID, and I prayed for sleep last night. Cause I just knew. I said, God. Please let me sleep because I haven't been sleeping well. <clears throat> so out of exhaustion, I passed out. Um, I was tracking him. You have to come home. You have to come home. You have to come home. And I knew he was on his way home. So I'm like, he's okay. He's safe. And thank goodness I passed out. Well, he didn't get home to after 2 o'clock in the morning because he fell asleep on the subway for the second time in the last oh my six God. months. I said, like, you do that again during COVID? So, yeah. So, um, yes, come along, folks. Say, wake up my child. So you, you, keep, you keep talking. If it gets wet, I'll meet myself because, listen, this is just, I'm just, see, again, I'm flowing. Oh, my she's gosh. She's flowing with the life. Yeah, she's flowing. Yeah. Yeah. I may, I may mute. Okay. Hi, okay. you got to log on to school, honey. Okay. All right, you got it? You got it? Okay, no absences. All right. Done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing with it. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah. he's um, fine because he says I got home at two o'clock in the morning. Anyway. God, that's crazy. Um yeah, that's my life. In a nutshell. There you go. Um, well my life is not as crazy. Uh well that's good. <laughs> although um I'm I'm I was watching my niece yesterday. Uh, I'll yes. head out there today as well. She's on spring break, so I'm I'm watching her and she is. Um, she pulled my phone out of my back pocket, oh, and uh, and pressed. What a clever I, thing! What did she do? She, well, she pressed the the home button, and I guess it went to emergency contacts and started dialing my dad, my dad's cell oh. phone. Oh my god! And so, so I mean, I noticed that it was on. Oh, wait a minute! No, so let me, let me, you know, I I end I ended that call, and then I um I said, oh well. Jesus. Let me go ahead and let's, let's FaceTime them, and oh. they pick up. And so, of there course, they love seeing her. You know, they love you seeing probably. her. 
And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my dad decides to tell me, he's like, oh, so we're looking at a, at a cruise in November. <gasps> like, oh, when? okay. December? November. Oh, November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when you usually go, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's very eager to uh, to get it. to get something in, in motion. So here's the interesting thing. I'm going to back up because uh, okay. I had a dream uh-huh. that I guess it was that morning or that the night before uh-huh. where I'm with I'm with my parents and we're driving. I'm driving them around. I don't know. It looks like some regular city, but then. I think I had to walk through a mall and there was a mention of it being an Egyptian holiday. And, um, and so I'm like, Oh, it's an, it's like, like, like that wasn't going to affect what was going on in the mall. And so I had to explain that to my parents cause I think they were waiting for me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I was also doing numbers. We sat down at a, at a restaurant and there were some additional people there. One was like this, a uh, uh, U.S women's national team soccer star um, who uh, uh, she wanted me to read to do numbers for um, uh, it seemed like it was for a a child that she's going to have but uh, I don't know she's in her late 30s she and her husband you know kind of do their own thing they don't they don't seem to want to do you know have kids but anyway I was doing numbers for for um, for her on a name and the name was was Sean like S H W N Brazil. That was a name, <laughs> Sean Brazil. And I'm like, okay. And I was wow. like, this is wild. I'm doing numbers for for you know Carly Lloyd. That's pretty cool. Um, wow. I didn't think I didn't think she wanted to have kids. So anyway, I didn't know what any of that was about. And then I talked to my parents. My dad's mentioning this cruise mm-hmm. that starts in Greece because they <gasps> they had been talking about it, Greece, and then ends in Dubai. Get out of here. And oh, that sounds amazing. A couple of stops along the way are in Egypt. Stop it. Look at you plugged in. <laughs> you are plugged in. That's beautiful. Um, so here's the other kind of consideration is my mother, who was, who was scheduled last year around this time for knee replacement surgery, is back on oh, for wow. it uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. And so she had you know, was in the background. Oh, I thought we were going in in February. I thought that trip was going to be in February. Uh-huh. Uh, so there there are a few dates um, for that cruise. You know, one February. And, and so I just you know had dad looked at some of the stuff last night because he's already put a hold on it. Like like we're going to put some money down. You know, we're, I think we're wow. going to take it. He is not playing. Mm. Uh, if you you know, I knew it when he said when he kind of mentioned it to me. I'm like, oh, okay. I said, you know, we'll, we'll make it work. I think like within like, cause he sent me one one email, um, and then like 45 minutes later, probably after we talked, he had already, I think, put money down. Inspired action. <laughs> I love your dad. That's how my dad love works. It. But now I'm I'm kind of curious because I'm wondering if one, we you know, with my mom's knee replacement surgery, that's that's not a, you know. It's not like, a, oh, well, we back and running in, you know, a couple of weeks. That's, you know, months of rehabilitation. And regardless of what type of cruise or travel we're, we're going to do, you know, she needs to be able to walk around. Right. Um, and I'm looking at some of these excursions. I'm like, yeah, I want to be out in the desert. I want to, you know, 
my what God. Greece, I've always, my whole life, I've always wanted, I always wanted to go. Uh, that's the birthplace, the birthplace of theater. I've, oh, my whole life, I've always wanted to go there. I, oh my Jeez. God, the food, the, oh my God, I'm so happy for you guys. <laughs> So I'm wondering if yes. if we, if it's going to happen in November or if we're going to wait mm. until mm. When's February. When's happening? April 22nd. All right. So then April, so May, June, July, August, September. October. I mean, that's seven months. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, but she's she's also 83 years old, so you know. Right. Right. But you know what though? It's amazing how the cellular intelligence of the body you know and if and if uh you know you guys are very and you guys would be uh, would be very aware as to you know pick and choose the type of excursions and maybe you do you would do some of the more rigorous ones on your own and then you right. tell them all about it or what have you um yeah, I see my mom practically every day, and I am taking her to the doctor tomorrow to see her cardiologist and sort of get a report card as to what needs to be done next and uh, where she's at. Um, and the difference now is that she will be winded. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but she's very aware. And I was telling her, I, I said to her yesterday, you're very aware of what you need to do when you need to stop and take some deep breaths and um, know not to push yourself and uh, you're being good with your medication and all these things. But her coloring is astounding, Mm. meaning like she looks well and healthy and she still has the energy and and the willingness, but uh, she knows that she's still in a fragile state. So I think you're just from a, from what I'm feeling energetically with your mom. Mm-hmm. I feel that if you and whoever on her behalf do like um, remote conversation mm-hmm. with with the affected areas and also her body, mind, spirit. I mean, she's afraid, you know, obviously. Um, And she's concerned. So that's where some of the resistance is is going to come in. Um, But I think think that she, as long as she doesn't feel pressure to heal, and that's the key, Right. She doesn't feel if she doesn't feel pressure, and I don't know if she would think because of the trip or because of you know whatever dynamic. They have a good marriage, but there's there's like a point of contention in there that they both have sort of learned to sort of live with, mm-hmm. but has become sort of normalized. That normalization, uh, that point of contention. The, the aspiring goal is to is for that to be neutralized because um, to just allow it to be where it is um, might 
makes things more challenging than they need to be. Mm-hmm. So if there's an approach of um, that it's about her taking her time and knowing that her body is going to heal the way that it needs to, as long as she doesn't feel like it's pressure, that, that, that the trip is more important than her knee. Right. You know what I mean? For that earlier right. timeline, I mean, she feels like she it gives her some breathing room, which is probably why she's, I don't want to say she's panicked, but it might come across like that or mm-hmm. it might come across as a little more highly charged rather than panic because mm-hmm. um, she doesn't want to let anybody down. Oh. But she also doesn't want to feel pressure. Right. Right. So if that could be like, if there could be like a flow. Again, the theme of today's show is just folding into it, fold, flowing into it, um, you know, not minimizing what's going on, not resisting that, that would really accelerate her healing process. But and then yeah. if you could do like remote work on her behalf. You know, just talking, just saying, okay, I'm going to bypass mom and I'm going to go right to the joints and the ligaments and the, you know. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. 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 And and also uh anything that has collagen in it. So and, mm-hmm. and I and I know in Latin cooking and Filipino cooking, that's really easy. You know, throw a bunch of oxtails in a in a stew or what you know what I'm saying? Like that's easy. Uh but if she starts taking and again, this is not coming from me, this is coming from whatever. Um if she's even if she's doing like bone broth mm-hmm. or whatever that if she starts doing that now in anticipation of, of of this if she does it like as medicine probably like forever that would be really a nice stage to set to to set for her surgery hmm. i like it and you just triggered something with uh with the the cooking because well, this and this was more with, with the reading I had over the weekend um, oh. at the psychic fair, you know, because uh-huh. that one woman was talking about there's there's something that that you know cooking wise, and I don't I don't know if she said it was a plant or if it was just she didn't say specifically it was a plant. Oh yes, that's right. That 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 would help with the healing of for me and my skin. So I'm like, right. hmm. and you know what? That night I actually did have bone broth with shrimp. Girl. You see, you I, like if you could see me in person, I'm doing this with the eyes, like pointing to your eyes, pointing to my eyes. I'm, we see each other, girl, girl, girl. We didn't have this conversation, girl. Wow. Mm, maybe the two of y'all got to do like the bone broth. Maybe, maybe. Wow. Isn't that interesting? And that ties into that, girl. And that ties into the reading that you just had the other day at the psychic fair, which I have nothing to do with that. So that's amazing. I like, I love that. Love that. Love that. Wow. I mean. Love that. Mm. I'm sure there's plenty of, you know, healing type foods. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's just come up. Like, okay, well, let me go with that. Because that, that soup. Was it was around? It was from a restaurant around the corner from us um, mm-hmm. that specializes in 
uh, I guess it's Asian. It's kind of Asian inspired, but specifically like Korean, mm-hmm. um, pre- Korean food. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, it was so good. I'm so telling good. you, anything with uh, uh, my mother again because it's Latin culture, so it's very parallel to Filipino culture with the, in terms mm-hmm. of food, uh, except without the Asian twist. But um, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the basics are very very parallel, and um, you know, when you when you think about with cultures that are less affluent, they're going to use every part of the animal. So they're right. going to, they're going to just whatever whatever scraps of meat are left on the bone they're going to throw all that in to flavor the food or to create a stew or a soup or whatever. But there's such a, and it's so funny because now that's appropriated because now it's like get the bone broth for twelve dollars a cup, right? <laughs> now that's been appropriated, colonizers, right? That's been appro- right. That's been a, that's been appropriated. Hello, that's our stuff. Hello, that's the scraps. Now you're taking the scraps. Colonizer. <laughs> having soup i kind of yeah, like having too. soup even though it's getting hotter here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i think when i'm doing the celery juice again i'll i'll probably go in, into making soups during the day yeah. um i don't know if that seems to feel about right and interestingly enough because one of my friends uh you met her my friend alex who did um yep. work in the middle east um she said that that's what they ended up making at the compound where she was, she was, was working for us, um, some military stuff. And, mm-hmm. and the, the chef there, he always had soup mm. in the cafeteria. And I'm like, mm. I was, I, when she first told me, I'm like, isn't it kind of hot? She's like, it's weird, but I really, I really liked it. It's really nice to have the soup. I'm like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And even my acupuncturist was saying, you know, She's like, I get it with a celery juice because it's it's cooling. It's you know it's cold, but um, she's like, you do you definitely want to balance that out with having uh, you know a lot of tea and 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 soup to kind of warm you up. Like, okay, that makes sense to me. And also, it's a direct infusion of nutrients because it's going right to it's there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's liquid, but interesting. Yeah. yeah, but these dreams. Let me tell you what. That's just crazy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Okay. Egypt. Well, that that girl, you're plugged in. You know, I wasn't <laughs> surprised that you know a cameo appearance was made by a soccer player because hello, thank you. Uh, yes, yeah. right. like, this is like the straightest soccer player on the team. But I, I know. Uh, I'm laughing. I, I know. Of course, it's gonna be the straight one because you, there you go. You like to take the you like to take the long way home. <laughs> 
it's a shortcut, Elisa's like, no, I'm good. I'm going to just take the long way home. <laughs> yeah, maybe she has a friend. Anyway, um, <laughs> and then and then the soccer player was pregnant, right? No, she wasn't pregnant. I oh. think um, was somebody pregnant? No, I, she was. I don't think she was. I mean, um, but she was. She wanted either. You know, maybe she was like, oh, she she does like kids. She, I, don't know. I don't think she she is like focused on her career. Like she. She's like oh, going to be 38 when the Olympics come around this year, and she's hoping to make oh, yeah. the team. She, she's you know, not she's, playing. Oh, good for her. You know, good you know for her. she's oh. scrappy. You know, um, so she's. Um, I yeah. The feeling was either either she was, either she's it's it's like someone's kid that's too that's on the way or maybe she's adopting i don't know i don't know that was the sort of the vibe i got every so often when i get dreams with celebrities in them i have no idea what they mean like there's not it's not like a days later oh carly lloyd pregnant you know there's right, usually right, right. It's never it's never like that but no, it's um, usually sim- symbolic of you know in this case right it's something you it's a preference you know you you right you're a fan you're a fan of the team you're a fan of the sport mm-hmm. uh you follow them um, no, it's very, very interesting. But yeah, you're taking the long way home, but you're on your way home nonetheless. Because I'm, I'm still sticking to my story. Still sticking to my story. <laughs> Many years later, she's still sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's one it. of the readers had said that um, she she was like, I don't think the person that you're, you know, as a as as far as someone that you're going to meet is is someone who's in the area, but that you will meet her, mm-hmm. like she's like she's like, like like the Caribbean, like you know when you're traveling. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well we haven't done the, we we don't we we did the Caribbean like years ago, um, but I'm like, okay, well whatever, you know. Um, and she said it has to be a time when you're not having to manage, like you're not having to do your your work remotely like you can just be mm. oh okay <laughs> Ooh, right but there might be an area of greece that they call the caribbean of greece you don't know you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying it doesn't have to be literal oh i know i know i know like they call like the like i i forget like the gulf coast don't they call it like the the redneck Caribbean or redneck redneck you know Riviera, I mean? yeah, or redneck, redneck whatever, right? So, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> it doesn't have to be literally the Caribbean, but it, that could be in there. Just saying. Uh, you no. just don't know, right? I don't. Redneck Riviera, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, why I said that. redneck Riviera. Right, right, um, right, 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 right. Anyway, that's uh. Yeah. That's interesting. All right, so yeah. so she's so she's finally because I was the only one. I, what am I like the only like you know police dog? I'm the only hound dog that's in the that I sniffed this out like ten years ago. Like hello, finally. Uh, well, <laughs> like I'm ha- like okay, finally. Like somebody picked up on you meeting some. Finally, I've been waiting. <laughs> For God's sake, that's interesting. What else did they say? That was it. Um. Yeah, I mean, it because it was that was like near the end of the reading okay. was not, you know, so it was not like um, that wasn't the focus. My my focus well, was on on getting the house. I, I know, I know, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, for me, because I've been lone wolf with the situation, for me, 
for me, I'm just, you know, tickled that another reader picked up on you meeting somebody, you know, because I picked Mm -hmm. up on it like 10 years ago. So I'm like, thank you. Yeah. So (laughs) thank you, girl, whoever you are, reader person. Thank you. All right. (laughs) Right. So the next thing is you meet that person and then you tell me if that person has children in one shape or form or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and doesn't matter how old the children are. That's irrelevant because I picked that up ages ago. And when that happens, that's that's when I'll fall off my chair. Finally, <laughs> Amen. And we'll see what happens. Oh yeah. Uh, All right. Goodness. All right. My goodness. But that's great though. Okay. So bone broth. That was a takeaway. So so Isabel, the baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I just laugh thinking when you talk about a baby being on spring break, I just think like what they're like they're like in the kiddie pool, like topless in the kiddie pool. Woo! I mean, what are they doing spring break? What are they doing? You know, uh, share, sharing bottles. I mean, what are they doing? Um, I don't get it. But so she, so they're so smart. I swear to God, kids, we were we were not as smart as the kids of today. These, I mean, they're like little aliens. I'm sorry. <laughs> These kids are little mini geniuses. So, how long did yeah. it take before you realized she had your phone? Oh, I knew it because she she was she was trying to get it. We were sitting down. Well, I was sitting uh-huh. down, and and she uh-huh. was you know toddling around like she did. And so she, um, I and I when I'm around her, I like to play music. I'll have like Amazon Prime music, you know, streaming. It's usually some Hawaiian something or another. Um, and I'll just, I'll just have it playing. I'll just stick it in my pocket. So, you know, wherever we go, we have a little bit of music. Nice. And, um, and so I, when I sat down, it was in my back pocket. When I sat down, um, I don't know what, what the situation was, but she ended up on the couch and she was also behind me and she noticed it was in my back pocket. So she starts digging for it. Oh my and, God. Um, so smart. And, uh, you know, and it doesn't bother me. I, 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 the phone's on lock. But, you know, if you do press that button, Hello? the emergency stuff happens. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, so because, because the, the Montessori school where she goes is on spring break. So they needed somebody to watch her because obviously. Maybe gone wild. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm. You know, this, this will be day three. <laughs> I didn't watch her on Monday. But they, I think they thought they could handle it. They could kind of trade off. And they're like, no, 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 So she's, she is, you know, I would say she's walking, but she's kind of running because she just wants to go. Oh my and, God. um, and she has to still negotiate steps. Now the, the new house where she's at, the, the living area is like like a sunken living area, living area. So there's like a little, like maybe an inch of a step, and then another regular step. So it's it's mm-hmm. kind of weird. It's one of those, um, not my favorite thing because it's like just put a, put a regular step there. You know, either you know, right. or do whatever it is, make it even. But um, so she's she kind of catches herself. Mm-hmm. She'll put the brakes on and she'll kind of tip over and then she's then she's unsteady anyway. So I have mm-hmm. to keep an eye on her. We all have to make sure she doesn't fall down these two steps, like a step and a half, um, oh into into the living space. But you know she's she's um, she's just figuring out her body and you know she's 
it's like dealing with like with, with kids like teenagers who are going through puberty like all lanky and you know just you know stuff doesn't quite work the right way until they get used to it so for her she's she's growing she's wanting to she's very mobile she um she's getting her teeth in she's got one little tooth on her bottom oh, that's, that's jetting Aww. out so she's chewing on everything and um so she's like she's like a, a just a, and she's she picked up some kind of you know snotty thing from one of her one of her classmates a few days right. ago. So she's she just do the sneeze and it's like everything's out. I'm like whoa! So oh, you know. yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so I'm like yeah. wearing like really raggedy clothes because I'm exactly. gonna get snot all over it. Exactly. And she's still she's just amazing. I mean, she's so cute. She's super cute. She is super cute. I mean, I'm exhausted at the end of the day, but of course you are. Yeah, totally worth it to worth to it. spend time with her. And um, it was just so funny when she was dialing. She was just like, "I'm not, you're calling your Lola and your Lola." And of course, they loved hearing from her. They loved seeing of her. Of course, that was a bright spot to their day. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, oh my God. Yeah, she's 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 good. She likes to go and there's a mud room in this in this house. This house mm-hmm. is just ginormous to me, but she likes to go in that room because that's where the um, the dog's food is, like the bowls uh-huh. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she's like she she has to you have to keep an eye on her because she'll put her hand in like in the water bowl. She'll put her hand oh, in God. the dog food bowl. Um, of course she will. Be hand, a little kibble, you know, she'll have like in her death grip, you know. Um, she's into holding on to stuff. She'll pick up rocks outside. She'll pick up acorns and Aww. um, yeah. But she, but there is a, there is. A, a, a spot and there's a corner in that mud room that she always goes to. So I'm wondering like what kind of energy is there. Yeah. She always wants to go there. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're so, they see things and yeah, that, at that age, <clears throat> excuse me. So she's drawn that there, yeah, it must be, you know, I'm. It, I believe it's a vortex of some kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to uh, an outside energy, I'm not really getting that so much. But it's like an energy, like it's like a. Uh, I don't know uh, where it is, what's underneath the surface. But it's like an energy center as opposed to an outside energy. Like it's not like an entity or anything. It's like it's different yeah. than that. Yeah. 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 There are definitely portals, you know. That you know, usually my cat would would trip open, but um, but yeah, she likes to go to that corner. So I don't know. I have to. I don't. I don't know a lot about portals. Um, no, I don't either. And how yeah. and how they how they affect you know people and especially little babies, especially this one who's mm-hmm. incredibly powerful. Um, mm-hmm. So I may have to look into that. I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong, but no, no, it's more wrong. no, there's absolutely nothing wrong. And and um, does light hit that area? Because I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's it's the it's one of the lightest because uh, just by virtue. Okay, thank you. Okay, I got that. Thank you. Okay, so you just confirmed that. So there's um, yeah. If anything, that would be a good healing spot. Like if she wants to be there, like sit there and maybe put her on your lap mm-hmm. and just take in. It might be very grounding or healing because mm-hmm. I got I got like a lot of light coming through there. 
Mm. And you just confirm that. So, yeah, if she wants to go there, like follow her lead. That's all we can do. <laughs> right. I, I mean, hello. I mean, what a silly thing to say because you really don't have a choice. But yeah. how how uh, how interesting. We'll have a great time with her uh, today. Yeah. And uh, you can tell us about it on Tuesday. <laughs> so if you guys need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to loablend at gmail.com. And we're scheduled to be back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. As always, take good care of yourselves and each other. And let the light do the work and two brighter days ahead. Thank you so much. Love you. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.